This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 140. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to continue our four-part series on plant-based meals. Now, if you've listened to episode 138 and 139, you know that was on breakfast and now lunch and, I'm sorry, last time was lunch. Mm -hmm. And this time we're going to be talking about plant-based dinner options. Yay. Yay. All right. But first, before we get into that, we have a new rating. All right, so this rating comes from the UK, uh, across the pond, as they say, uh, on uh, January 25th of 2016 from Tova B., who said, consistently great. Uh, she, she said, I love listening to these two ladies, and I think they have done a great job creating an online community that supports a healthy plant-focused diet. I really love being a part of this community as it is accepting, supportive, and not judgmental at all. The podcasts always have a great vibe of inclusion, fun, and information. It's great when Vicki and Larissa aren't 100% knowledgeable about something, they reach out to the community. Keep it up, ladies. Hashtag grateful. Awesome. Thank you so <laughs> much for leaving us that rating, Tova. And we are very happy to have you as part of our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. All right, so let's get into the main topic. Variety. Yeah, let's start there. Because I right. think that's so important, you know. And I think out of the two of us, I'm probably a little more, I explore a little bit more. A lot. <laughs> I was <laughs> Give yourself nice. credit. <laughs> Give yourself credit. All right, all right. I was being nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a little more. And I, like I said, I think a lot of that is I give that credit to my parents because they didn't force us to eat anything, but they were very open and diverse themselves. Mm -hmm. So I think if we had kids, they'd probably, we'd probably have them use me as a role model. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not me. There's a lot of other things they would get from you, but um, yeah, that would not be one of them. Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is with my parents too, I mean, they didn't force us to eat anything. Uh, They didn't force us to eat stuff. Um, I think with the exception of the peas that my mother tried to get me to eat when I was four, and I ended up sticking them in my pockets and walking out the door. But, you know, uh, after that. It's a good thing you do laundry now. Yeah, right. You probably find stuff in your pocket. Right. Uh, well, my mom caught on to that pretty fast so. uh, and checked my pockets. So, yeah, but they didn't, they didn't force me to eat stuff, but, and we didn't eat junk. You know, we always had good meals, good breakfast, lunch, dinners. But, Back in the day when families sat down to yeah, eat dinner together, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, with me, it was so much, I'm so texture and smell oriented that a lot of things have just always been difficult for me to eat. And I know I've talked about that before on here, and I've actually talked to other people who have the same type of issues. And, I mean, it's it sounds like a cop-out, but, I mean, honestly, I just, I can't eat something if I can't tolerate the smell of it. Yeah. And you know, I think that actually makes a case for really paying more attention to ensuring you have variety in your diet, because Mm -hmm. in fairness to you, you 
are pretty open to at least trying stuff, including mm-hmm. the avocado I got you to try <laughs> not too long the ago. The dirt avocado. Uh, I love avocado. Right. And they have so many health benefits. So um, uh, I think especially for people who are picky, though, I think it's really important that you do pay attention mm-hmm. to variety and kind of force yourself a little bit to try different things because your plate's probably going to be smaller anyways, mm-hmm. you know? So That's it's right. really important to try different things because you could very well come across things that you like that that you might not have known you liked. Yeah, and I will I will kind of retry things periodically because tastes do change. And, well, you, you know, never used to like salad. Right, exactly. How weird is that, right? Um, but yeah, and your tastes change over time and I can tolerate more textures now than I used to be able to. So, I mean, just... If you don't like something, wait a few years, try it again. Well, the other reason I think variety is so important is it helps you from getting bored. Mm -hmm. And I think when you get bored, you could potentially start to crave things that aren't very good for you, Mm -hmm. like Doritos or (laughs) chili cheese fries or Mm -hmm. chili cheese Fritos. I mean, right, exactly. (laughs) Something like that. Right. Yeah. So um, just um, switch up what you're eating, I guess, is what we're trying to say. All right. So let's talk about some nutrient considerations. Um, you want to make sure when you when you have dinner that you're having a balanced dinner and you know this is this is nothing that we haven't heard before. I mean, they've been preaching this since kindergarten, right? Of course, it's changed 25 times since we were in kindergarten and we don't subscribe to the the food pyramid with the meat in the, you know, near the top and the dairy and all that stuff necessarily. But um, you really do still, even if you're eating a plant-based diet, and I would say especially, make sure that you're balancing what you're eating. So make half of your meal vegetables. Yeah. And when you say balance, just to just to reiterate, because I think sometimes people get turned off when they're thinking about measuring cups and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of it is just about eyeballing Mm -hmm. and just making sure that you've got a variety of things on your plate. And that will help to ensure that you're getting a variety of nutrients. Right. Absolutely. So uh, that's, that's a really good point. So half of your meal vegetables. So, you know, you're, if you do that, and especially if you kind of try to get different colors and from different, um, eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow, (laughs) not Skittles. Um, See, if you told me that I was like, Oh, Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so that way you're ensuring that you're getting a lot of different nutrients. So you want to make sure at least half of your plate and uh, is uh, consists of vegetables. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know the other thing that's helpful about that is that vegetables, the non-starchy variety, tend to have a lot of water. So mm-hmm. that helps you to feel full. Right, right. And you can eat a lot of it without consuming like a ton of calories and, and everything. So I mean, if you want to have a giant plate of broccoli, I can't guarantee what that's going to do to you later on. But uh, you know, you can have a giant plate of broccoli. And, uh, and it's good. So let's talk about whole grains now. Okay, so we said half, half of your meal or half of your you know, plate, if you want to put it in those terms, uh, vegetables, a quarter whole grains. So things like brown rice or quinoa, which is technically a seed, but, you know, I mean, it's considered in the whole grain category. I love quinoa. Yeah, I'm so glad we tried, we tried that when we became vegetarians. That is something I didn't eat before I became a vegetarian. I'd never had it before. I, I don't even know if I knew exactly what it was before. Now, it's technically a seed, right? Yeah, it is a seed. And, um, but... You know, and that's one of the things that I didn't really care for it completely at first. I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't my favorite thing. I preferred rice. But now, I mean, and it's so versatile. You can do so many things with it, just like rice. 
and it's really great. So, uh, so, and then there's things like bulgur and barley, oats, and there are other whole grains, but those are just a few. All right. And let's talk about legumes. Okay. So the other quarter then would be legumes. So beans or lentils and how many different types of beans are there, right? Um, if Tons. you go way, way back to episode 17 of our podcast, it's all about beans. And we talk about beans. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll, please. I know, right? Shocker. I think it was called, um, yeah, it was called All About Beans. <laughs> it was. Um, but anyway, so if, you're, if you want to learn more about beans, check that one out. And definitely, uh, you know, and we were talking about this before this, before we started recording, you know, you don't have to kind of divide your plate into actual quarters, like you said, you don't have to measure and everything. And I mean, don't freak out if you have dinner and you don't have like, where's my legumes? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, the, the idea of it is throughout the day too to just make sure you're getting a variety of protein and enough, you know, enough protein and enough uh, fiber and things. And you can get those in different ways, you know, at different meals. That's a good point. So if, if you want to have eating, beans for breakfast, go yeah, for Yeah, if you're eating well throughout the day and balancing it throughout the day, mm -hmm. then it should just kind of be a, a wrap up of stuff. Right. right? Like maybe right. I didn't have enough vegetables today. I didn't have any vegetables today. Maybe I need to eat some vegetables at dinner. Right. Giant plate of broccoli. <laughs> um, so, and the other thing is that you don't have to make dinner your heaviest, biggest meal of the day. I mean, that's kind of in our culture. That's it's kind of developed say, that way. Right? Yeah, I will say I grew up in that type of environment. It was Me a too. big deal. Yeah, dinner was big. It was you know when when I grew up, it was like steak or or meatloaf, which I hated meatloaf, Ugh. or you know just big heavy meats and then vegetables and then bread and and all this stuff. So. But you don't have to do that, especially if you're going to just turn around and go to bed, you know, two you don't or three have hours. To, and you don't want to. Right. If you're going to be going to bed yeah. right after. Yeah. So um, as long as you're eating well throughout the day, then you don't have to stuff yourself at night. All right. Let's move into some dinner ideas. Let's give some, fo some folks some ideas. All right. So, I mean, really, there are so many options, right? Yeah. Um, but so let's talk about some. I, I want to, I think we should talk about some that we really like to yeah. do throughout the week because we're so busy, right? Mm -hmm. So let's give some folks some ideas about um, some simple ones simple that maybe are yeah. quick. Yeah. Well, and often the best dinners are the ones that are like so simple. Right? And you can enhance them mm -hmm. in little ways, right? Absolutely. So let's talk about pasta, for example. That is so versatile. Right. Absolutely. So, and and here's here's something. Tomato sauce does count towards your vegetables. Uh, you know, just make sure that you're getting a good organic um uh, natural sauce without a bunch of stuff added. Which one do we use? Um, the one that, that I use when I use like, and when I, don't, when I don't just add like fresh, you know, is um, Organicville. That's right. Yeah. yeah and it's good. on our, it's in our Amazon store. You can get it through Amazon if you can't find it locally, but it's really good. They have several varieties. The variety that I usually buy is the, uh, it's a tomato basil or basil something that I don't know. Well, whatever it is it's good it's really and good. you even make it better by adding veggies mm -hmm. right oh no i always add um like uh, a little bit of sauteed i'll i'll just like lightly saute no not till it turns to mush but just kind of lightly saute mushrooms and um some um 
squash, like zucchini or yellow squash. And I don't typically do bell peppers. Bell peppers would be a great thing to add, but they just don't agree with me. So I don't normally do them. Uh, But you can add anything. If you like broccoli, I mean, chop up some broccoli and and add it to your pasta sauce. Try it. If you don't like it, don't do it Yeah, if you have kids, that's also an easy way to get some veggies in there. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Something less intimidating about broccoli in a pasta sauce versus pile of it on the side of a kid's plate, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> At least in pasta sauce, it's disguised red. It's not so green. What are you green. talking about? That's tomato. <laughs> Which a lot of kids don't like either. But Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, you know, here's another thing. When we, start, we became vegetarians, well, before we became vegetarians, I pretty much only had one type of pasta. Mm-hmm. That was just the white Regular right, just the pasta. regular semolina uh, flour pasta, right? There's a lot of varieties out there. Yeah, and in fact, we rarely ever use uh, semolina, uh, that Durham white uh, pasta anymore. We use, for the most part, brown rice pasta, which uh, I like. I, I really like over even quinoa pasta. We after we became vegetarian, I found the quinoa pasta and I thought, oh, this is cool. I'll try it. Right? Uh, Ancient Harvest is a good brand for that. They have they have a whole line of quinoa based uh, products, pastas, and mm-hmm. other things. And uh, we tried it. And the thing the, the thing that I didn't care for about it is it's very very starchy. And because it's made with quinoa and when you boil that, the the water actually turns kind of yellow and it all kind of clumps together. And it just wasn't my favorite for that reason. And it tasted fine. All right. Just a little bit of controversy here. Do, did you hear read that article about that guy who's uh, the founder of Barilla Pasta? Mm-mm. That he said something about, uh, it was very anti-gay. And he said something mm. about... Uh, Gay people can find their own pasta. They don't need to buy mine or something. And I was well, like, don't that. worry about that. <laughs> well, I was reading the comments on on Facebook, and somebody said, "You idiot! Gay people make their own pasta. It's better than your pantry." <laughs> <laughs> Score one for yeah. us. Oh, that's awesome. Good. All right. Just well, I don't. Buy, I don't buy that brand anyway. But no, I, sh- I for sure won't now. Um, so anyway, yeah, I would. I would sooner make my own pasta, and I've ma- <laughs> I actually have made my own pasta before many years ago. It's it's uh, it's interesting, but I just don't think I would do it all the time. Uh, but the other one that we really like uh, is brown rice pasta, and I like that one the best. I like it better than whole wheat pasta. Whole wheat pasta to me is kind of grainy. I guess it is. I, I, don't, I don't care, care for, for it either. It. But the yeah. brown rice is what we eat now. Mm-hmm. Jovial is our favorite brand. And I buy that. They don't have it at our local store here, uh, the H-E-B, but they do have it at Whole Foods. And so when I go to Whole, Whole Foods, I will kind of stock up on that. We don't eat pasta a whole lot. but no. I, I'm I not always a real like big to, fan. No, I'm not either. Quite honestly. But I always like to keep some in the in the pantry for just like a quick, you know, weeknight that, thing. Yep. It's very easy for that. And sometimes I add the uh, those... Non-meat meatballs? What mm-hmm. are those from? Gar- are uh, they Gardein? Y- uh, no, corn. Corn. That's yeah. right. And those are good. Yeah. Those are really yeah. good. And there's there's every, I think every meat alternative brand out there has the meatballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's lots of Well, the of corn are good. And the, the good, chicken, yeah. they're... Chicken! Chicken. <laughs> Nuggets are very good too. Yeah, well, and you know, I don't care for the meatballs. Even when I was a meat eater, I didn't, I never cared for ground 
meat. Well, I, we've I just, been trying to stay away from some of that. Yeah. Those alternatives, anyways. I mean, yeah. there. I don't think there's anything bad in them, but I just think that well, it's processed, processed, right? Yeah. We try to stay away from processed stuff. Yeah, but when you, you know, when you add, if you ask for like a couple of the corn meatballs, uh, I'll do that for yours. And then for mine, I actually will saute a little bit of the corn chicken tenders, the little chunks and add that to my pasta and sauce um, just because I don't care for the meatballs. All right. So as we record this, this today is our recording date is February 13th. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And I'm really excited about our Valentine's dinner tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're doing... Not the- to mention this is our first Valentine's Day as a married couple. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So uh, what we're doing is uh, our very first... And I think we talked about this on the last episode too because... It is actually coming out on Valentine's Day. But uh, we did, uh, I made lasagna. And of course, back then it was just the white pasta and the ground beef sauce. Yeah. And no vegetables in it at all, except for the (laughs) tomato tomato sauce, sauce. (laughs) but uh, pasta sauce. But (laughs) so tomorrow we're going to do lasagna again. And that was 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. 14 years ago tomorrow. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) I know. So uh, we're going to do that tomorrow, too, but with vegetables and brown rice, lasagna, and uh, lots of other good stuff added in. Awesome. Yeah. We'll take a picture. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think I might make um, a loaf of bread, too. Yay. Her homemade bread. So I don't do that very, very often because I eat all of it and that's not good. (laughs) But special (laughs) occasion. So uh, and then. All right. So vegetable lasagna. And, you know, you can also make lasagna without noodles you can I know. make it and i've done this We've de- i know i remember that slicing zucchini and it's crazy how the consistency is a lot the same yeah, it really when, is when you make it like that it really is at first i thought oh, okay you know i'll do it because i knew mm-hmm. it was healthier and mm-hmm. but it really did have that same consistency mm-hmm. i love zucchini for things like that too and zucchini is also good for spiralizing uh you you're not a real big fan of it on its own um, so the spiral spiralized vegetables. No, you like to kind of mix it with spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. So you did that. You she spiralized some zucchini to make it like pasta. Mm-hmm. And, I, bought, I actually bought it like, and that, so we had it. Oh, okay. And we had it like that for dinner. I wasn't just it just didn't fill me up that much. Yeah. So I next time I asked her if she would mix it with some pasta. So it still cut down on the amount mm-hmm. of pasta, and yeah. it, and it was good. But so try it like that because it's really good. Like that. yeah, and I I can eat it just by itself, just a whole bowl of, and it's it's really nice because with this with the spiralized vegetables, you don't boil them in water. You just saute them with like a little bit of. Uh, I did some onion and some garlic and some leeks and just kind of saute them like that for just a few minutes and that's it um to cook them so that's really good and uh you can do zucchini you can do carrots there are some other things that you can spiralize as well all right let's get into soup stews and chili soup stews and chili you got a stew going on (laughs) (laughs) are <laughs> weird uh, and so you know the same like same as with pasta you can add pretty much any vegetables that you like to pretty much any soup or stew or even chili and when i make chili now uh you know when i made it pre-vegetarianism I would make, you know, traditional chili with the ground beef and the just kidney beans and and uh, tomato juice and that, you know, that's it. Now I add mushrooms, zucchini, um, 
uh, yellow squash if I have it, uh, you know, depending on what I have. And you can also add other stuff. You can add whole tomato, you know, chopped up tomatoes. You can add, um, I don't know, bell peppers. Tons anything of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Attire. Attire. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that to yours. You let me know how that is. We'll take a picture. Well, you were just talking about a lot of stuff, and I started thinking of like trash can punch. I was thinking of trash can oh, chili, God. and that would be kind of cool. Trash, trash can, can chili. chili. Okay. <laughs> All right. Shoe. <laughs> All right. Stop it. All right. So, and you know, you can really easily make a hearty, filling, balanced meal in a bowl. You know, just by ensuring that whatever you're making, whether it's a soup or stew, that you're just adding a variety of beans and uh, and vegetables. So I I love some of the soups you make, but as you know, they rarely just fill me up in there and in, in themselves. Mm-hmm. I think with the soup, the thing that makes it a little heartier for me is when you add potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Potatoes. So that's an option if if you're like me and and a, I'd love to be filled up by something like leek soup or something you know but no i'm not yeah Yeah. uh well and you know another thing that you can add to kind of add some filler i guess to it make it more filling a shoe no No, not a shoe stop it uh you know speaking of filler my eighth grade science teacher or ninth grade science teacher told us that they use sawdust in pop tarts for filler I and think for that's years, true. Yeah, for years I, I wouldn't eat Pop Tarts. Yeah. I don't eat Pop Tarts now, but you know, they I add, didn't for years. Yeah, some of that stuff has totally freaked me out. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so uh, oh, you can add pasta to like a vegetable soup or even a stew, but vegetable soup with just some macaroni, like some uh, a whole grain or rice macaroni added at the end is really good. Mm-hmm. That would probably work for me too mm-hmm. just like potatoes yeah next time i make vegetable soup i'll add some my mom always adds macaroni i, I normally don't but i I'll definitely will try it all right, all right let's move on to pizza pizza not papa john's ah, or Domino's or anything like that um make your own it's so easy it really is you know? it really is what now what pizza crust do we use okay well when I we used to use the Whole Foods, uh, you know, packaged crust, you get it in the deli section with the bread. Um, oh no, now we use the Newman's. We now, we, yeah, if we have frozen, yeah. yeah, now and and we use that Whole Foods, uh, the whole wheat one for a long time, and I think we just kind of got sick of it. And then it got to the point where sometimes when I would buy it, it um it sealed yeah and it would get moldy and i would take it back they're like oh that's never happened before well yeah it has because i've returned (laughs) one three times three months ago so we i just stopped buying it um but i did find we i like to have uh something in the freezer just for a quick meal and so i found newman's own uh, pizza. It's a four cheese pizza. And it's not, if you look at the ingredients, there's not a lot of like overly uh, uh, preservatives and overly added stuff right. to it. I mean, it's obviously still processed, yeah. but it, it, when you think about Papa John's or Domino's or something like that, it's the lesser of the evils and you can add veggie, veggies to it, which do. is what we do. Yeah. yeah. I usually add spinach and mushrooms and jalapenos to yours. And uh, I don't do the jalapenos, but uh, but yeah, and it's even better than like Totino's or other frozen things. So it's a little bit better. 
But when I do make my own, I make my own crust. I have a bread machine and I just make the crust in there. You can make a whole grain or, you know, mix white and whole grain. Uh, Use a good, uh, or you can use a pita. Just make little um, pizzas on pita bread. What did uh, Kramer use on Seinfeld for his? Oh, a donut. And a cinnamon raisin (laughs) bagel. Cinnamon raisin bagel. (laughs) Or that. Um, (laughs) Or not. (laughs) And then just use a good quality organic sauce. And uh, Organicville makes a really good pizza sauce. It has just like a really good flavor. Uh, If you don't like like the purchase sauce like that, you can do tomatoes, fresh tomatoes, kind of crush those up, uh, you know, however you want to do it. If you're... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to move us into breakfast for dinner. Oh, well, I was, I was just going to say um, one more thing with pizza. Uh, you can do cheese or don't do cheese. You know, if you're a vegan, you, there are some vegan cheeses that will melt, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to. Some people just do like a uh, crust and then lots of veggies with uh, pesto or olive oil and or like a vinegar. There's so many things you can do. Right. All right, breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. One word. Yum. <laughs> True. All right. So episode 138 of our podcast is for plant is on plant-based breakfast ideas. Now, sometimes when Larissa and I are stumped mm-hmm. for what to make for dinner, and we didn't do a good job of planning it mm-hmm. ahead of time, we will go to breakfast for dinner because we both love breakfast. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's and you know, you can there's so many things you can do. And in episode 35, we also had a discussion about plant-based breakfast proteins, too. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, to give you some other ideas if you want a more filling dinner, but with breakfast. Oh, all right. So stir-fry and fried rice are two things that are really, really easy to make for dinner. Uh, they're really versatile. You can add whatever you have left over for fried rice, especially whatever you have left over as far as cooked vegetables, you can add to this. So you have leftover rice, um, you have leftover broccoli, steamed broccoli or other steamed vegetables, carrots, you know, just you can throw them all in there and and, uh, make a really good fried rice. And what's good about this too, is you can pre-cut a lot of the vegetables. Mm -hmm. So if you don't buy it, you could obviously buy them frozen. Right. Which works too. Yeah. But you could, if you have fresh ve- veggies, you could always cut them ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And as you're planting the week, you know, you come to a day where you say, mm, sound, stir fry sounds good. You've already got them all cut up in the, in the refrigerator. That's right. That's super easy. And then we have some, I posted in the peas and carrots group uh, asking for what are people's favorite dinner ideas. And so we had a few that uh, I was going to share. And we had a lot of responses. We always get a lot of responses. But uh, just a few to share real fast. Shout out peas and carrots. Shout out. Um, So Kristen said, our staples are vegan paella, omelets when we can get eggs from a certain farm, pasta with vegan sausage, roasted potatoes with salad, stir fry of onions, peppers, pineapple, and garden chicken, and veggie burgers. And then Christina said, pasta with spicy tomato sauce, herbs topped with nutritional yeast and avocado, Oshiglo's lasagna, ooh, Oshiglo's has some good mm-hmm. stuff, with cashew cheese, Thai coconut curries with salad rolls and peanut sauce, Indian curries, rice and roti, is it roti? I think it's roti. Ro- roti bread, 
vegetable maki rolls with avocado. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm. And veggies dipped in soy sauce and wasabi and burritos with <laughs> rice and beans. <laughs> veggie sauce and guacamole. Okay, I'm going to Christina's house. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I also love oatmeal for dinner. Now that is cool. I uh-huh. could do that. I really like that. Uh, with baked sweet potatoes. So here's something cool. I have developed a taste now for sweet potatoes. Yeah. I didn't used to like them. I bought some for you. The awesome. Day. I found some I, organic ones at H-E-B. And shout out to my work cafe because I think they actually helped me to like them because they roast. We have a really good farm to fork program going on over there. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole station at work just dedicated to farm to fork stuff. And I've had some sweet potato roasted vegetables from there and they had sweet potatoes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really starting to like these. So Hmm. maybe it's about the quality too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. Sweet potatoes, cinnamon and maple syrup. That sounds really interesting. I'll have to try that. Yeah. With a side of banana bread and peanut butter. Man, (laughs) this is like totally my taste. Yeah. Right. All right. What did David say? Uh, David said, good old mac and cheese for easy. And for fancy, my wife and I are going to have beefless tips and noodles with a nice white wine. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. And in the question, the reason he, he put it that way is in the question I, I asked, I said, what what are your favorite go-to um, easy dinners? And then I also said, uh, what if you're what if you're planning to be fancy schmancy? So <laughs> that's why David answered that way. So Very thank nice. you, uh, David, Christina, and Kristen for those. And thank you to everybody else as well who took the time to respond to that post and discuss and everything. You guys are awesome. And this again is for from our Peas and Carrots Society, which is a closed Facebook group that you are more than welcome to apply to join or request to join, I should yeah. say. Well, a little bit of apply, right? Because we have yeah. to we do do a little bit of screening just to make sure there's no spammers, no you Ray-Ban said, glasses that are going to be sold. You, you said doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Right. So anyway, uh, let's talk a little bit about planning. Now, we're not going to... We're not we're master not, planners. I was say, we we're not going to really even hard. pretend to try to tell you, wow, every one of our meals for each week is planned. This is a struggle for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, and we're definitely, we have little uh, spurts of where we mm-hmm. get very good. And then, of course, life happens and then things kind of fall to the wayside. But like we always say, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't make yourself feel bad. That's not going to do any good. Just get back up and plan what you can, even if it's a few meals. You mm-hmm. don't have to plan out every single meal. Even mm-hmm. if you just say, all right, I want to plan out my dinners for the for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because those tend to be the busiest days for me or mm-hmm. something like that. That's a win. Right. 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 Well, and then the other thing that that kind of speaks to is really the value of having easy stuff easy, healthy stuff in your pantry, you know, it's kind of go to things that are simple that you can throw together really fast, fresh vegetables in your fridge or on your counter that you can just kind of so keep those. So even if you do plan, uh, like to actually cook, bake, whatever something, and then it gets to that day. And sometimes I just get to that day. I'm like, you know what? I am just so tired. The thought of standing there and cooking for 45 minutes and then going and cleaning up you know, the mess that I made after I cooked for 45 minutes. Uh, sometimes I just, I just don't want to do it. You know, it just occurred to me that think of your, I think it might be helpful to think of your ingredients or the things that you keep around as the little black dress. You know how the that analogy uh-huh. of the little black yeah. dress that you can dress up, you can dress down and there's pasta and there's oh, things that it. you can make 
you can that are very versatile for you. So think about your ingredients as that, because I know when we've tried to get a little too exotic or fancy mm-hmm. sometimes, that's always fine now and then. But the reality of that sometimes is you're you just throw do it away that every night. Yeah. Like I mean, we <laughs> buy an eggplant. Okay, unless we're really going to do something with that, we don't have a lot of on the go yeah. eggplant recipes. At least not in our. And not on us right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the only person who looks like she does that is Martha Stewart, and that's only because she doesn't really do it. Her staff does. It. <laughs> <laughs> so so just think about that. Think about your ingredients. Mm-hmm. Is this the little black dress? Right. Absolutely. So so episode thirty nine, way long time ago, um, we did an episode on meal prepping shortcuts, which you know might help you if you're planning for the week uh, to kind of get some stuff prepped ahead of time. Like you mentioned, uh, chopping up a bunch of vegetables at the beginning of the week to use in different things. And then we also did episode 40. The one right after that is meal planning 101. So just some basic tips. And um, then we use the plan to eat uh, it's a desktop app. It's not, they don't have a smartphone app or an iPad app, but it's a desktop uh, it's a website, but it's amazing. We talk a lot about plan to eat. Um, we actually are plan to eat affiliates. And if you are interested in signing up for a trial, they have a free trial. I mean, a, yeah, a a limited free trial. Free tar- trial. And then, uh, well, it's not limited. It's unlimited, yeah. but it's just a limited time period. By that meaning full functionality. Right. It's just a limited time period. And what's right. really cool is you find interesting recipes that you want to try. You can import them from that website directly into mm-hmm. plan to eat mm-hmm. There are a few that don't work, but most of them do, including most the ones do. on our website. I think yeah. it depends on how the other sites set up their... Uh, recipe recipes on their the site plugins, yeah yeah but for the most part i have i've only found less than a handful that don't right. that don't work yeah very cool and it creates a grocery list for you mm-hmm. and it's got a calendar feature so it's very easy to use yeah so if you wanted to check it out try it out uh on our homepage, it, the, the link will be in the show notes for this episode but also on our website in the right hand sidebar there will there's always a, a little ad space that has a plan to eat um, ad and you just click on that. Now Pinterest is another resource for folks to go out there. Mm-hmm. We have literally now thousands of pins Pins, and I think we're up to almost 6,000 followers on our Pinterest site. Oh, and shout out to our VA Marigold. Awesome. Awesome. She, she posts a lot of those Mm -hmm. things for us. She goes out there and finds a lot of great recipes and uh, keeps our boards fresh. So thank thank you, Marigold. Marigold. Awesome. Uh, But you're going to find a lot of things out there. Don't let it overwhelm you. We have pretty good, I think, categories to to help you. So right. So vegan, vegetarian, we try to separate those. Uh, and including some around seasons. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have a Valentine's one that is mm-hmm. up, and we also uh, on also on our website on this that same sidebar. There's a Pinterest little widget there, so it has, and I rotate I rotate those boards um, periodically. So right now through tomorrow, well through v- Valentine's Day, uh, so it's not there anymore. But the Valentine's board is there. The next one will be maybe an Easter board or a spring, you know, or maybe a gardening spring gardening board or something. So we rotate. The those um, periodically and then when you click on it it takes you to our Pinterest profile with where you can see everything so um, all right and then just one more quick thing uh, on bulk cooking and we've kind of touched on this again earlier in this episode but if you have time on the weekend you can cook things in bulk to get you kind of set up for the week and that all kind of goes into the planning Uh, aspect of all of this so cook extra rice maybe cook some pasta that you can reheat or you know 
use cold and pasta salad or, or things like that. Episode 127 is uh, a slow cooker uh, episode. So it's slow cooker recipes and tips for vegetarians and vegans. And we don't really use a slow cooker a whole lot just because the one that I have is, gosh, my mom's from when I was probably two. And because Vicky's OCD. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. uh, Doesn't want that thing running all day. No. Or night. Right. But, uh, but anyway, that's a really good, uh, has a lot of good tips in it. And then we're, there's a kind of a corresponding blog post, 10 vegetarian and vegan slow cooker recipes you'll love. So you can check that out. All right. How about a few of our favorite websites for great recipes? Okay. Yeah. So I do have some go-to websites. So if I'm looking for a something new to try for dinner, or if I'm looking for something specific, uh, then I will try kind of these first. Uh, So Minimalist Baker, we use a lot. And I don't like to subscribe to a whole lot of newsletters, but I subscribe to theirs Mm -hmm. because I just love her pictures. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. Yes. And then uh, there's one called the Curvy Carrot that has some good recipes. Now, this next one is... uh, Props to to Tracy uh, Antonovich, the kitchen girl. She's a good friend of ours, and she has she does great recipes. A lot of her recipe, not all of them, but a lot of them are vegetarian and vegan. She has some, I believe, that are gluten free. She has all different kinds of websites. Her pictures are great. Her instructions are great. Um, definitely go check her out. Then we have Oshi Glows, which you mentioned earlier. Pinch of Yum. Also very great pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to make everything they, they post. Pinch of yum. <laughs> they look so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, My Veggies is one. Cookie and Kate is a good one. Cookie and Kate is the one that I got the Portobello uh, fajita recipe from. And then Tasty Katie's Yummy Vegan Blog. I've uh, got a, the General Tso's chicken from there. And then Naturally Ella and Fork and Beans. And there are others, but those are just some that I use a lot. Those mushroom fajitas are probably one of the fi- my favorite things right now. Really good. What did we make that a recipe of the week one week or? Uh, yeah, we did. Okay, yeah, I'll link to it again. Okay, because it was it's amazing, yep. and you can put avocado on them. Mm-hmm. You don't, but I do, and very good. Right. All right, and then just a couple more episodes of ours. Um, yeah, I know we're honking the horn a little bit here but we just i just want to make sure that we give you a lot of uh, resources to well, go back no, to no i mean it's it's relevant yeah <laughs> um so uh, episode 77 and 84 are both about simple vegetarian recipes and then also uh, uh oh we we mentioned 127 already the slow cooker so all right well hopefully this gave you some great dinner ideas let's move into the recipe of the week and speaking of the kitchen girl here she is. Uh, Tracy has a recipe called Easy Peasy Fried Rice. And it is vegetarian or, or vegan, I guess. If you Well, it's vegan if you don't use egg. Um, but uh, vegetarian, definitely. And what's cool about this? Leftovers. Leftovers, yes. You use leftovers, and if you have enough of it, then you'll have leftovers. <laughs> All right, let's move into the quote of the week. The quote this week is from Oscar Wilde from The Importance of Being Earnest. And he said, you can't possibly ask me to go without having some dinner. It's absurd. I never go without my dinner. No one ever does except vegetarians and people like that. (laughs) And no, we don't. No, we do have our dinner. All right. Take that, Mr. Wild. What's the question of the week? All right. Simple, simple. So what are some of your favorite go-to dinners? 
And if you have any that make awesome leftover lunches, bonus points for you, please share. Right. Absolutely. All right. So if you want to uh, respond to that question, uh, head on out to the show notes for this episode, www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash 140. Are you looking for a way to support the show? One way you can do that is to head out to our website and check out our favorite products tab. Mm -hmm. Now, those are that is a link to uh, Amazon, which it is. Those are affiliate links at no extra charge to you. Um, we get Amazon gives us a couple of bucks back when you purchase anything at all through that link. So even if you go out there and you think, "Ooh, I'm going to buy some Organicville pasta sauce," mm -hmm. but then you say. I need a new flat screen TV too. <laughs> hint, hint. You're bad. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, no, no, Amazon seriously. does kick us back a couple of bucks. No extra charge to you, but it yeah. does help to support the show. Yeah. So yeah, if you click on a, a link on our favorite products and then anything that you buy on that shopping trip at Amazon, uh, we'll get, we'll get a little um, reward for, I guess. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.